TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. The cash spending is a big fixation of mine. 31st last year, 27th three years prior. Have you been given assurances by Robert or others that you guys will have the freedom to spend this offseason to bring in talent and free agency? We're bringing in talent 1,000%. So have a lot of cap space Love it. and cash yeah. ready to burn some cash okay. <laughs> all right guys That's t higgins good. would be nice <laughs> <laughs> oh woody ever we played that clip for you a couple of times yesterday gerard mayo new patriots head coach first appearance with the greg hill show yesterday on weei he's ready to burn some cash so we talked about this comment yesterday the potential, Mega was all over this yesterday, the potential for that to blow up in the Patriots' face. You better spend. Why do I think this way now? Uh, You've done well, this to me. I like it. That's all, all I know Back is I like it. Back in the day, I'd be like, yeah, burning cash. Let's go. They're going to spend free agency. Patriots are doing it. They're not the Red Sox. Now I'm like, what if it turns out like full throttle? Okay, well, I, I know. Here's why. You can blame it on me if you want, but because they're 10th, I'm sorry, 32nd in the league over the last 10 years in spending. So like I can say they're going to burn cash. I hope I hope they actually do. I hope they actually do for a change. Also, that voice was in honor of our third co-host who is not in today. Just because he's got another scratchy throat. I wasn't even going to bring it up. But what, oh, yeah, people weren't going to notice that Arcan's not in today. I was just going to ignore it altogether. I was Trouble's just going to say. Best, you know? <laughs> I was just after what I thought was one of Arcan's better performances on the show. He texted us this morning and said, you guys won't believe this, but my voice is actually worse than it was yesterday. Can I? And I wanted him to do that in a voice memo, but he said he was going to rest his voice today. So he claims, I, I did want a little proof. He claims it was worse, which I, I just I can't imagine is, is humanly possible. But do we know another adult that gets sick more than this man? Do we know another grown human being that gets sick yeah, that isn't in their 80s? Do we know another adult that gets sick this much? No, and you made the great point yesterday that his kid's not in daycare Thank yet. You. Thank you. His kid is not doing the thing where they turn into a little human Petri dish and get exposed, which is good for their immune system, but bring home, like I remember when my brother was in preschool, he, yeah. brain, he brought home scarlet fever yeah. and gave yeah. scarlet fever to the whole house. Is that? And we're like, is this the hey, little women? Is, that, is this the early 1800s? What are we doing? Yeah. Black plague, scarlet fever. Arcan's not even to that stage yet. So it's like, what? What happens? Like for next year, do we just budget Arcan being out for like months at a time I, when his kid hits daycare? Like, is does he know that we have flex time and he doesn't have to just get all these disgusting illnesses well, no, throughout this, the entire winter? No, no, flex time. Flex time is the problem on this one because you know what happens when you only have three sick days? You show up to work, but when you have flex time and just unlimited time off, and who cares? Everybody just take time off when you want. This is what happens. Anyway, neither here nor there. Arcan not here. His voice uh, reportedly, uh, boots on the ground are telling us, sounds worse, if you can believe it. Uh, so we'll get to your phone calls here today. Yeah, do you think it might have something to do with the diet? Uh, no. Or maybe it would have something to do with that he celebrated his birthday for a week and a half. Okay, like he's yes. a 21-year-old yes. girl. I mean, this is what I alluded to yesterday. I'm like, oh, you're sick or you're just you're feeling it from your birthday weekend? 
But no, uh, apparently he's sick. Uh, so let's start with the Patriots and burning cash. Uh, you can weigh in, 617-779-7937. Where do they need to burn cash? How should they approach free agency? And to me, the answer is pretty simple. I like not all of the names that are out there in free agency at wide receiver, and I don't know how many are going to shake free, but Mike Evans could be a free agent. T. Higgins could be a free agent. Michael Pittman could be a free agent. Calvin Ridley. Like, to me, looking at it right now, if you're telling me they're all off the board, we can reevaluate. But if you're telling me all those guys are available or at least one or two of those guys are going to be available, I'd expect Pittman to get franchised if he can't work out a long-term deal. We'll play as some of Phil Perry uh, last night on early edition saying he doesn't think T. Higgins is going to be available. So, look, maybe they won't all be there. But my approach in free agency starts there. Oh, Jones, I thought it was all about the quarterback. It is. I'm drafting the quarterback. Who am I signing in free agency if I'm signing a free agent quarterback? Baker Mayfield, Kirk Cousins. I don't hate those guys. I just think you can do better long-term and perhaps even in the short term. Like, I'm not sure one of these rookie quarterbacks is going to be all that much worse off than Baker Mayfield or even Kirk Cousins coming off an injury and he's now in his mid-30s. So I'm not spending it at quarterback. I'm definitely not spending it on the offensive line. Snore. And I wouldn't spend, I agree with whoever tweeted this at me, I'll find it. I wouldn't spend a dime on defense. Would not spend one cent on defense. I wouldn't spend a draft pick on defense. I wouldn't spend a penny in free agency on defense. Your defense is fine. It was the one thing on the team that was okay. Overrated, but okay. I'm not spending there. Wide receiver. Wide receiver is where I start. Wide receiver might be where I continue. Like, in other words, I might double dip. Give me Evans and Pittman. Give me Ridley and Higgins. Like, something like that. Wide receiver is the answer. If the Patriots are going to burn cash, that better be where they're burning it. Because if it's an O-lineman here and a linebacker there and a tight end over here and it's a lot of money at non-premium positions, I don't think you're in any better shape. Spend at a premium position. Spend where you need to go get it. That's wide receiver. I am not interested in a quarterback in free agency. I'm not. Even with Kirk Cousins, like the 35-year-old coming off of an Achilles injury, I'm not interested in it. I'm also with you. I'm not interested in spending the bulk of your money on defense. Maybe I'd spend a little bit of of it to shore up the strong side of your team. But to me, it comes down to wide receiver and offensive line. And when you're looking at $65 million in free agency this offseason, I guess the reality of the question there is, do you have to pick? Do you have to go all in on one? Because I look at what you have out there. I don't know if T. Higgins is going to be a reality. But if you can get T. Higgins, that's it. Go get T. Higgins. Maybe you can get Calvin Ridley with that. Maybe you can throw in somebody like Curtis Samuel. I I wouldn't even be opposed to re-signing Kendrick Bourne if it looks like Kendrick Bourne is actually your third guy. Like he's supposed to be on a roster that has a functional offense. I don't don't need Kendrick Bourne back. Well, I'm saying as a third guy. Yeah, I don't need him. Fourth guy. How about a fourth guy? Don't want him. You don't you don't want him at all? No, I'd like to go in a new direction. It's not that he can't play or anything like that. I just yeah, like to I'd that's like to what I'm saying. I'm saying when you we, you sign two other like if we're going all in on wide receiver, there are lots of Kendrick if you can Bournes. get two of those top guys and then you can throw Kendrick Bourne and Demario Douglas down at th- towards the bottom of the depth chart where they should be, including Demario Douglas because of his age, I'd be for that. When I look at the offensive line, the reality is I just don't think there's going to be much there for you in free agency. And that's why I wouldn't 
burn all your cash there. Because if you look at who the top uh, the top guys who are out there, it's the Cowboys. Uh, Tyron Smith, who is probably he's 34. He's been with that team. He was on an eight-year contract. He's probably going to re-sign with the Cowboys unless you believe what Trent Brown was or wasn't saying in the locker room that, ooh, he was going to sign with an NFC team. Like, if you think that then they would pivot to Trent Brown, I have no interest in having Trent Brown back here. But he's pretty much the number two prospect out there after Smith. And then you're looking at own. And Wenu, who I have already said, I want you to re-sign, but he's a right tackle. You still need a left tackle. Then you're basically getting into lower-priced guys who are going to be available at left tackle. There's just not much there. So you're going to have to do some work in the draft, and you're going to have to do some actual development with your offensive line. But for that reason, I just look at the talent that hopefully will be available with wide receiver, and I would burn my cash on wide receiver. Yeah. Okay, so we agree then. You're not burning it at offensive line. If I could get... Smith from the Cowboys, you can. I would burn it there. You can. I don't think you can. Go spend. And so, look, I, Tyron Smith is great. He's injury prone, but when he plays, he's great. And so, to me, that's not where I'm starting. I am starting with playmakers. I, I am starting with a guy who can actually be a difference maker. And I hear all the time, oh, well, you need to protect these guys. You can do that with your system. And you can do that with a more mobile quarterback. Like, oh, look at their offensive line a year ago. Irrelevant if your quarterback can move. Irrelevant. If your quarterback can move around and isn't a dead duck back there, I think you saw the difference uh, Mac to Zappi. Just a little more mobility was that much more effective with the crap they had last year. So a more mobile quarterback, Jaden Daniels, even someone like Drake May, who certainly has more mobility than these two bozos last year, then you get out, you move around, you move the pocket. The offensive line is that much less important. It's one more playmaker on offense. Give me a guy in the passing game. Maybe give me two then you can go get it. Because I agree, Mego. It's like they have a lot of money to spend. Even though they hardly ever spend, they spent in 2021. But over the last decade, they are the lowest cash-spending team in the league, according to Mike Reese. Okay? So, again, I don't know that Mike Reese, anybody considers a bomb thrower. I think we all consider him pretty reputable. Uh, Lowest cash-spending team in the NFL. Yeah, doing all right. So, yeah, I'm sure he's not doing all right after the crafts yelled at him over that story. But so when it comes to what they're going to spend, you really have to prioritize like a guy or two. And I'd prioritize two at receiver before I looked at offensive line. And it has nothing to do with who's available. You could have Trent Williams available. You know, you could have John Hanna reincarnate back and available on the offensive line. I'm not interested in building my team that way. Get your quarterback, get him some weapons, go from there. You can figure out offensive line later. I don't know. If you could get somebody really strong on the offensive line on the open market, I would go and look at that. I just look at what, to me, I, I'm coming from the exact opposite position. Like, if you look at the level of talent yeah, that you're looking should at be supply available versus for demand. a wide yeah. receiver, there's great talent out there. And it's also my way of telling everybody who's obsessed with Marvin Harrison Jr. to just shut up for a minute because you really need a quarterback. And if you listen closely, Gerard Mayo is trying to tell you that he wants to take a quarterback, too. So who knows who's going to be running the draft? Like, who knows if it's going to be Matt Groh and Elliott or whoever. Ever, or if you think Robin Glazer is going to be there in the war room, like drawing up the chart. I don't know what to tell you who's going to be in there, but I think they're going to take a quarterback. So it really comes down to what best supports that player. What best supports your number three pick and getting you to where you should be in the next two or three years? Because again, unlike you, Jones, I don't think that they're going to be back in the playoffs next year. Like I, I think that that's just too tall of well. a task. And I you're, think you're even, a glass half empty even, person. Even if you're, you're a, you're a negative person, T. Higgins and Calvin Ridley, 
I, I think it's still going to be difficult to get you back there in even in the wild card in your first year with a rookie head coach and a rookie quarterback. It was uh, Aw808, by the way, uh, on Twitter, who said, don't spend a penny on defense. I agree. I co-sign. Don't spend a dime. Don't even think about it. Don't use a draft pick on defense. Don't think about spending a penny in free agency on your defense. Your defense was overrated last year, but it was fine. Fix the offense, and I think a playoff appearance could follow. 617-779-7937. We all want the Patriots to spend money. Or as your new head coach said, burn cash, which I'm sure made Robert and Jonathan and Robin Glazer and everybody else a little uncomfortable. Oh, we're going to burn some cash. We're going to burn our cash. Great. We don't even want to spend it. Now we got to burn it. So how should they spend it? How do you prioritize? Is it wide receiver? Is it offensive line? Maybe it's quarterback. Not what Mego or I are going with. Maybe it's on defense. Maybe you reject the idea. Keep in mind, you're going to have Joe Alt there. Uh, at the I, number three pack. I don't think that's going to be the case. Uh, but I'm not spending any on defense. Maybe you disagree with that. 617-779-7937. That's how you jump in line here on Jones and Mego. You can vote in our big question of the day up now. At Jones and Mego on Twitter. We'll get into the draft. Uh, Mel Kuyper released a mock draft, and it seems like one of the prominent quarterbacks could be dropping. Is that good or bad news for the Patriots, along with how they prioritize free agency? Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Odyssey celebrates the class of 2024. Brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. Now, more of Jones and Mego on WEEI. I'll tell you, a receiver, I think T. Higgins is going to get franchise tagged by the Bengals. So I think we all need to kind of let go of that dream. Sorry, everybody. Uh, T. Higgins, everybody wants T. Higgins. Listen, I love T. Higgins, too. And if he's available, then great. Go get him. Spend whatever it takes. I don't think he's going to be available. They're in a championship window. They're going to make sure they keep him around. Otherwise, at receiver, you're talking Michael Pittman, who's a big body, not necessarily all that explosive kind of outside receiver, good player. But I really like Calvin Ridley, who obviously spent a lot of time away from the game, served a whole year suspension for gambling, uh, left the team, uh, the, the Falcons in 2021, midseason basically because he was dealing with mental health issues. But he came back this year, had a thousand yard season in Jacksonville. And he is an explosive player. And he's now in his seventh season. I just don't think he's going to necessarily command like $20 million a year. It might cost somewhere around 15, 16 million a year. And that to me would be a tremendous upgrade for your receiver core. And you're not feeling like you have to reach for receivers in the draft if the guys you like aren't necessarily there in the first or second round. All right, Phil Perry doesn't think that T. Higgins will shake free from Cincinnati. Look, Phil knows the league much better than me. I just know the Bengals are cheap. They already paid Burrow. They have to pay Jamar Chase. He's probably hearing things. He knows more than me. I just, I've heard Jamar Chase even talk about, I, I think Jamar Chase had a direct comment where he was like, asked about keeping T Higgins and he's like well it depends on how much I get like I'm not joking (laughs) I think that comment surfaced like in late last year I just read it and so 
I wouldn't be surprised if Higgins shakes free, but whatever. I, I'm not hell-bent on any of the names. I, I'd prioritize, I think, Mike Evans over all of them. I like Mike Evans. I like T. Higgins over Mike Evans. Fine, but whatever. You, so we can prioritize them all differently. I really like Pittman as well. Yeah. Pittman, I doubt, gets away. I I'm not. I'm honestly not even factoring yeah, him into the Colts, my calculation. The Colts have money. They don't have anybody else. They're not spending on anybody else. So to me, like, I doubt Pittman gets away. The Bengals are cheap. They're already paying a quarterback. They're about to pay Jamar Chase. I don't think they pay Higgins as well. But they can franchise him, right? They could, but that's real money you got to pay. And yeah. so the, the cheap-ass owner has to pay real money. And so I don't know that the Bengals are going to do that. But whatever. You're telling me Higgins is off the board? Fine. You're telling me Pittman is off the board? Then go get Mike Evans. And I'm not stopping there. Get Evans and Calvin Ridley. Or go further down the depth chart beyond, like, the real big names. Or get Mike Evans in free agency. Draft your quarterback at three. And we'll get to who that could be, Mel Kuyper, with a very interesting mock draft today. And take a wide receiver at 35. Or take a wide receiver in the third round. Like, like aggressively attack wide receiver with some new blood. But free agency is what I would do. I, I would prioritize that in free agency regardless of who the name is. And well, I think we're getting a lot of mixed feelings on that. Mego, despite your soft spot for the O-line, your it's real answer. It's not a soft spot. It's just you're, you don't have tackles. Yeah. Like, I don't know why you keep just being like, yeah, whatever. Not a big deal not to have a single tackle signed to the roster. That's a problem. No, yeah, I didn't say go into the year with zero. I just said figure it out later after you prioritize. But that's what they've done the last two years, and look how it's looked. Okay. It looked terrible. Did they prioritize quarterback last year? No. Did they prioritize wide receiver last year? No. Okay, so they prioritized none of it. And so to me, I, I last year I would have said the same thing. I was saying the same thing. Like, you need a tackle on your roster. Even I acknowledge that. But I'd rather get receiver figured out first, and then I'll worry about O-line. But so, uh, already you have a soft spot for the O-line. You do. But your official vote today was what? Uh, receiver. Wide for, receiver. For free ag- for this free agency class? Yes. Where do the Patriots need to, quote-unquote, burn their cash in free agency? Uh, the leader is... O-line. I think the Super PAC got shook on this one. Wow. Uh, Ryan, I I think the Super PAC, uh, the Mego Super PAC, uh, she gave him the old okie doke. It's really close, though. Do I you think know that-, that there were 77 receivers? Not even, I can't even say receivers. There were 77 players in the NFL that had more receiving yards than anybody on the Patriots. Your number one receiver in, in yards was, was Pop Douglas. I can't believe that yeah, anybody... Yeah, that guy's coming back. There you go. Your number one's coming good. back. 561 yeah, good. 561 yards. Super Bowl be, here. We should be I can't believe four. that there's even like a discussion over this. Yeah, like so It has to be receiver. Well, there is, and we're losing. All of us are losing. 43% O-line. 41% you're with us on wide receiver, Ryan? Absolutely. 41% wide receiver. 15% is quarterback, which I halfway get if you love Kirk Cousins or you love Baker Mayfield and you think Mayfield will shake free. I just, I want the quarterback in the draft, which is why I didn't answer quarterback, but quarterback is their biggest need. Only 1%, 1.4, if we're being fair, said defense. So good, most fans get it. Don't spend a penny on defense. Uh, text line already uh, taking us to task a little bit. 37937. Uh, Evans is 30 years old. Jones, yuck. Uh, he just had one of the most productive seasons he's had in a while. Go look at his last four years. He's gotten better every year, except for one touchdown season two years ago. But with Baker Mayfield... Not exactly Tom Brady, Patrick Mahomes with Baker Mayfield. He just had an excellent, excellent year, although it was in a contract year. Uh, this one to you, Mego, 37937. Dwayne Brown, Donovan Smith, Tyron Smith, Andrus Pete. Plenty of left tackles available. Get your facts straight. Those are left tackles that are available. You just don't like most of them. Well, no, it's not even that. It's that he, technically they're available, but they also may not be available. 
like just look at the what I if you were listening to what I was saying about Tyron Smith. You don't think he's going to shake free from? Dallas. I think that he could work something out with the Cowboys and that they would return him. And even if you want Tyron Smith, I, I will say he's 34 years old. You just went through a a 35 year old experience with Riley Reef. Not saying that those two have similar productivity, but there is some grind to that position. So I'd be. I'd be just a little bit hesitant to give him a whole bag. Uh, text line also added this, uh, and I don't know if it was the same texter. Mike Evans drops everything the last two weeks. Not wrong. He's had a little bit of a case it of the drops. Rough. He had a couple of big catches in that game, uh, but there were some big drops there too. So what is that? Is that evidence of a, a, a slippage, or is that just a weird stretch? He's trying that to show in? how well he could fit into this offense. Yeah, I, was say, I like right Mike Evans. I'm just I like you guys. About, I talked about them. Trading last for Mike year. Evans this him, time last year. You wanted him last year, but yes. But at the same time, like that was in a really different market for wide receivers. I still think Mike Evans is like a top three of the receivers that are going to be out there if you're saying Pittman's actually not going to be available. I just like some of the other ones. Okay. Uh, and don't forget, like there could be wide receivers on the trade market too that we don't know about yet. There could be quarterbacks on the trade market. Florio had an interesting item today about Jalen Hurts and his availability. Uh, so there are other ways to get these players. It doesn't just have to be in free agency. Go on, dumbass, and do it. Thank you, Mike. But if we're going to burn some cash, and Gerard Mayo promised, he didn't just say, boy, I hope we burn some. We are going to burn some cash. Well, then where should they burn it first? Wide receiver, offensive line, quarterback, or defense? You can jump in at 617-779-7937. Continue to vote now. Add Jones and Mego on Twitter. You found these Jamar Chase comments? I just saw he dropped them in. I haven't read them, uh, but I read them a while ago. Jamar Chase is eligible for a contract extension, blah, blah, blah. What's the Bengals star prioritizing? Uh, upfront money, he said. Uh, guaranteed money year two of the deal. Uh, he said, it, would he take less if it helped the Bengals re-sign T. Higgins? He said, that's a good question. Channeling his inner uh, Craig Breslow there. That's a good question. <laughs> Who knows? It depends how much I'm taking. It depends at the end of the day because I'm not really uh, going to be taking a cut. So it might come from somewhere else. So there you go. I I, I think T. Higgins could be <laughs> he available. He could be kidding. He's probably not no, kidding. I, no, no, no. I'm, I'm telling you, I watched the video when he said it. I, I do not think that man was kidding. And so I just, I, I respect Phil. Phil's way more plugged in than me. But when he says T. Higgins, he's not sure he's going to be available. Cheap team. They're already paying Burrow. Jamar Chase is saying he's not taking a pay cut. So... I feel like Higgins might be available, and that would be your priority, Mego. Yeah, I would love that. I just think it's funny because wasn't it also this time last year when uh, the Bengals GM was standing up there be- getting all huffy about T. Higgins' rumors back then, which I thought were totally, oh, yeah. yes, totally yes, yes. unfounded at this point last year. That was just like a silly fantasy. This is different because he technically is a free agent. But last year... The GM puffed his chest out to everybody and said, go get your own team. Oh, when Duke Tobin said this. I'm in the business of making the Cincinnati Bengals better. And so trading T. Higgins is not on my mind. That's their problem. They want a receiver. Go find your own. You know, (laughs) in in my my opinion, you know, T. Higgins is a good piece for the Cincinnati Bengals. So the trade stuff is a little ridiculous right now. Just FYI, uh, T. Higgins sucked last year. He was hurt and he sucked. Yeah, well, he only played 12 games. Yeah, no, I just said he was hurt. But he was hurt and he sucked. And, like, his best year would be he one of my... He didn't have Burrow for most of okay, the year. Okay, fine. His best year would be what... D- Jamar Chase still had a good year. Uh, his best year would be one of Mike Evans' worst. And Mike Evans never got to play with anybody like Joe Burrow. Now, 
Higgins is the two. Evans has always been the one, but Evans had other good weapons there. Also, Godwin was really good for a while. Is there a situation where you could, you're basically looking at like a Mike Evans and Curtis Samuel because of the money that you're spending, or a T. Higgins and Calvin Ridley because those contracts are going to be a little bit more comparable? Yeah. I mean, I, who knows how much these guys will get? If we're burning if, cash, if you're looking at what you can get, if we're burning cash, I am not cutting corners on Curtis Samuel and bringing back Kendrick. Bo- that, that's not burning cash. Burning cash is Evans and Ridley or. Higgins you're, and you're Pittman. singeing cash. No, no, that that that's burning cash. Uh, bringing back Kendrick Bourne or like stooping down to Curtis Samuel. That is not Why burning are you being cash. So anti Curtis Samuel. He's a nice player. Okay, I don't want nice players. He's I want like he'll be your third. I don't want threes. I want. They need a one, Mego. Then I'll worry about the three. <laughs> they need a one and a two wide receiver. Then I'll worry about O line. Then I'll worry about your number three receiver. That's meh. what they need. Yeah. They, thank you. One more time, me. Meh. Yeah. Exactly. That's how I feel about it. Curtis Samuel. Meh. Curtis Sam. Meh. You will. Uh, 617-779-7937. Here is uh, Mel Kuyper's latest, up now, and it affects the Patriots. Uh, His mock draft has the Bears going number one with Caleb Williams. He then has Jaden Daniels, number two. Drake May, number three, to the Patriots. Okay, now just to give you an indication of how much of an outlier this is. Oh, it's just a mock draft. He probably just wants clicks. Maybe. I mean, you might be right about that. But I sent a uh, a mock draft uh, mock draft roundup mock draft, mock draft. <laughs> talking like the queen. Uh, I sent a oh. mock draft roundup that NBC Sports Boston does like every week. Pretty much every mock out there had the Patriots getting Daniels three. Mm-hmm. I think one had Harrison. Um, another one might have actually had Drake May. But Mel Kiper, you know, uh, an industry standard when it comes to mock drafts. So I can read you a little bit of what he wrote. But why don't you hear what he had to say this morning on Get Up about? The choice for your Washington Commanders, Mego, taking Jaden Daniels over Drake May, which would drop May to the Pats. He was remarkable, and I went to Herm Edward. Herm compares him to Randall Cunningham. I know Lamar Jackson comps were going to be out there, but Herm said he's Randall Cunningham. I'll take that. I think the dual threat ability, Greeny, the what he did this year and last year, he th- the great thing about Jaden is he is aggressive with his legs, he's aggressive with his arm, but he doesn't turn the ball over. And to strike that balance is really rare and really impressive to me. And I think when you look at Jaden Daniels, the way he can attack a defense, the fear factor player he is, defense coordinators don't want to have to scheme to try to handle this guy. And, and, and Drake May didn't have that super unbelievable season that he needed to have. He had some struggles against Virginia, NC State, a couple games where he was throwing some picks, not really basically precise and accurate with throws that were easy throws that you got to make. But Drake also had a new coordinator. He didn't have Josh Downs. He didn't have Tez Walker early in the year. So you can excuse away some things. Bottom line is I'm not going to hate on Drake May. I really like Drake May. No. When you talk about the second overall pick right now, I think Jaden Daniels right now has the edge. Okay. I'm not going to hate on Drake May. I just said he can't throw uh, short passes, and he's, he's inaccurate, and he throws picks, and he sucks. He's throwing ducks up there to everybody, <laughs> and when he doesn't have his good receivers, he basically turns into Mac Jones. Yeah, look, I, I get what I get. What he's saying, uh, Kuyper. I'm going to tell you very, very, very similar criticisms to Josh Allen. Very, very, very similar criticisms to Jordan Love. Both of those guys, uh, Josh Allen, his final year at Wyoming, Jordan Love, his final year at Utah State, they lost weapons around them. I don't remember if there were coordinator changes, uh, but they they couldn't make short passes, the short, accurate ones, but they can make the throw that pops, the highlight reel play. I love Jaden Daniels. You know I love Jaden Daniels. I feel like I was planting my flag on that bandwagon long before many people. Yeah, you thought you were getting like a value pick. I thought you were going to be getting him in like round two. (laughs) That's how early I was on this bandwagon. 
So I take Drake May one. I, I actually think if Kuyper's onto something, I think this is tremendous news for the Patriots. If Drake May is sliding a little bit and Jaden Daniels is catching helium and, and rising up these draft boards and it sounds like Caleb Williams is a done deal at number one, I would take if the Patriots were picking one, I want Drake May. I don't want to pop So I think I think this is great news. I don't want to pop your rising balloon, but when you're talking about that, like I'm I'm trying to put all this together, the vision that you have, because you seem to like that he's compared to Josh Allen, who in my mind right now is a perennial loser with the Buffalo Bills. Oh, you wouldn't take Josh Allen here? Well, here's the other thing is you want them to be back in the playoffs next year. That's a project then. Like, I think Drake May will probably be a little I mean, bit of a Jordan project. Love is in his first year as a starter, and they're in the playoffs. I know, but you're comparing him to Josh Allen, somebody who needs to be a stallion, Josh Allen, a Josh stallion in the playoffs who needs in, to be reined Josh in. Josh Allen's in the playoffs in year two. Okay, you're saying year one. Okay, I'm well, saying so it'll take two or three know, years maybe, at least. Maybe this guy will be a little ahead of the curve, or maybe they'll put more around him to start, but Josh Allen was in the playoffs by year two. Jordan Love, I know he sat the bench for a while. Jordan Love is in the playoffs year one as a starting quarterback. I'm just trying to I'm just trying to see where you're going uh, with this. I, what, where, I just want a good quarterback, Meg. Okay. I like him the best. Out, why is this a hard the, concept? I, think the I like this is, quarterback the best in this draft. They could get him at three. That'd be awesome. Drake May, you like the best now? Yes, I've liked him the whole time the best. You, you've had this public crush on Jaden Daniels, yeah. though. Uh, for the for like a, later in the first round, it's been Williams and May all year. And when Caleb Williams started blubbering into his mom's bosom on national TV and started to blow off media responsibilities and all these other weirdo things, I dropped him down. I'll take Drake May one. Here's my feeling with these two quarterbacks. There are major yeah buts with Drake May, like, you know, Mel Kuyper did a great job discussing some of his shortcomings there, possible shortcomings. It's also, everybody's telling us, Dan Orlovsky told us this two weeks ago, don't look at him like he's coming from UNC. Like, don't look at him like he was playing in the ACC. And I'm like, well, I can't really overlook that when you're hearing that he struggled with Virginia. Like, no offense, but that's, when I look at that and I go, okay, he's played tons of snaps, he's played tons of college football, and then we're expecting him to come in and be a turnkey solution, but he's also struggling with ACC teams. Like, I just don't love that. On the other side with Jaden Daniels, I am having a little bit of whiplash of a quarterback who's suddenly rapidly rising, and I know he's a Heisman winner, and that's a big part of it, but I'm just going to look sideways at somebody who, like you said, uh, at some point in the latter half of the college season, most of us are going, is he going to be a 12 pick? Is he going to be somewhere in the bottom half of the first round? And then all of a sudden, he might be the number two pick. Like, I've been through this before, and he's a very different kind of quarterback than Mac Jones. But I'm still going to look at, okay, how much of this is just the machine of media around the draft going, oh, well, this is a hot name, this is a hot name, this is a hot name. Look at all he can do. Look at all he can do. We've overlooked this guy. Uh, our bad. We overlooked him for most of the college do you season. you like Phil? Now we're throwing him all the way up there. Do you like Phil Perry, his work? Of course. He likes Jaden Daniels better than these other quarterbacks. So maybe it's just media hype. Uh, and I like Jaden. If the Patriots get Jaden Daniels at three, I'm not going to complain. But I, I like May better. And so I think this is great news if Kuyper's on to something. What do you guys think? Where should the Patriots be burning cash? What do you make of that mock draft? Is it quarterback or bust? And then go spend your money in free agency elsewhere? 617-779-7937. Let's start it off today with Paul in Rhode Island. Go ahead, Paul. How you doing, my man? What's Thank up? you for taking my call. I may go. Hey, what's up? How are you, Adam? Listen, I'm going to go with this two things, okay? Two things is this. Don't let this uh, young coach fail. Get the number three pick, whether it would be Daniels or Mayo. Uh, May. Now, let me ask you this. May and Mayo, the, yes. The GM has to be outsider. 
It has to be the co- the, the the guy from the Ravens. Yeah, Paul, I got bad news for you. I don't think the GM is going to be an outsider. Yeah. I think it's going to very much be an insider. I think your GM is Jonathan Kraft. So I got bad. Look, that's a good idea to go outside the organization. You know, I think Ozzie Newsom will come out of retirement <laughs> to go fix the Patriots. Would- you're going to go get a GM from the outside after the draft. Well, hey, yeah. we'd love for you to have a position here. Uh, we've already drafted. Uh, <laughs> hey, what do you think? Huh? I got news huh? for you. I got news for you. It is going to be uh, it's going to be Jonathan Kraft running the show with Robin Glazer. Uh, David's in the car. Go ahead, David. Hey, good afternoon, guys. Thank you for taking the call as sure. always. So here's my thing. I agree with you, Jones. We need receivers, but here's the problem: somebody like uh, like Mike Evans, right? They're not going to come here because you have to have an offensive line. And a quarterback before receivers want to come here. I completely reject that. You spend, pay him. Spend. Spend money. Burn cash. As Hello, Rob Mayo said, we did this two years ago. You overpay. Burn cash, and you'll be able to get players like Mike Evans. Now, if it's a tiebreaker, if it's like you're you're both offering the same amount of money and he can play with Josh Allen or Patrick Mahomes or a rookie here, well, then, yeah, he might pick those other spots. But pay him. He'll come here. 617-779-7937. Well, more of your feedback coming up. Burning cash in free agency. Where should the Patriots burn it? Do you expect them to do it? What should they prioritize? And also, what are they doing in the draft? Mel Kuyper thinks Drake May could fall. Is that good or bad news for the Pats? Plus, Celtics beat the Mavs last night in Dallas. Are we concerned at all about the team's ceiling? Now, let's get to that next. This is Jones and Mecco with Arkan on WEEI. The crossover on Luka. Look at Jay. Basketball in between the lines, a lot of stuff happens. He dropped him oh, Credit to him for attempting to play some sort of defense. Oh, Jalen Brown owning Luca right now. It was just me being aggressive. That was it. Did you notice they showed the replay on the jumbotron? Here. In the oohs and ahs from the. I'll give you that snap back. No, I didn't notice that. That's crazy. Somebody need to get fired if they did that. <laughs> <laughs> As Jalen Brown crossing up Luka Doncic last night, which he really did. Although, I don't get why people are surprised by that. Luka's fat and can't play defense. I don't get why anybody's shocked that the fat, slow guy on defense got tipped over. <laughs> I don't know why anybody's like, wow, can you believe he should? It wasn't exactly Iverson shaking Michael Jordan with a crossover. <laughs> he didn't break the ankles. He just kind of like melted them. Oh! Look at JB. I mean, it was a cool play. Don't get me wrong. And, like, I had no knock on Jalen. I think Jalen handled it great. Jalen's like, yeah, it's part of basketball. Breaking they, kinkles. Like, yeah, exactly. Right. Iverson broke <laughs> Jordan's ankles. Jalen just broke Luca's cankles last night. It's exactly what it was. <laughs> and so, you know, between that and uh, Grant Williams just getting bitch slapped by Tatum right before halftime. I loved it. That was... That was Did something. we find out what he said to Grant when he walked by? Yeah, he was like, stop. I, I mean, I don't know this, but I bet he was I'm like. I'm not a good lip reader. Stop flopping, you baby. We put up with four or five years or whatever it was you flopping here. Grant Williams tried to flop for the call last night. Like, how annoying was that? It's like Tatum blocked him clean. Even still, he's Jason Tatum. You're Grant Williams. Stop flopping all over the place. So I told you, you I'm worm. stronger than you. You worm. And he's out there all over the court. And so Tatum, probably, that's probably what Tatum said. Stop flopping. Although Tatum cries and flops all the time, too. Uh, whatever. Good win for the Celtics last night. Nice bounce back from Denver the other day. Uh, second half of the back-to-back. They've been, they've been really good on those. Yeah. I, well, part of why is because they rest people. And, you know, they rested Horford on the front end. They rested Porzingis on the back end. It's part of the reason I don't think they've missed Porzingis. Uh, but whatever. Neither here nor there. Like, I think they've, they've attacked these back-to-backs smartly. 
And so they bounce back. Not that Houston or Dallas are great. Good win for the Celtics last night. They've won whatever it is, five of six. They have the best record in the NBA. They won two straight on the back-to-backs, as you said, out in Texas. They used to do the Texas Triangle. They don't do that anymore. They're doing Houston, Dallas, no San Antonio on this trip. But so, good win for them. All right, that's the Celtics segment. No, no, the, but the, the Denver loss still sticks with me, and, and here's why. Of course. Here's why. They only have 10 losses all year. First of all, what do you mean, of course? I'm the one who, thinks they, sh- I'm the one who thinks they should win the title. Again, are you picking them to win the title this year, yes or no? No. <laughs> Because I'm not going to well, jinx them. Okay, so then don't, of course, me. I think they, I think they should and will win the title. So don't, of course, me. No, I'm saying, of course. No, I'm saying, of course. Like I, I'm not being facetious. Of course. Oh, the, so you agree? We haven't talked about the Denver loss yet. Oh, this was concurring. In a, in very uh, fitting fashion, split up the Jays. Arkan's not here, yep. and he was there on Friday night and was the big jinx. Yeah, well, that's a good point. He was the. That's a great point. And now he doesn't show his face when we talk about it. First and only home loss of the year, big jinx Arkan, who just so ha- his voice after going to the Celtics game on Friday just so <laughs> happens to be out of whack. Hmm. Yeah, huh. he's got. What did he call it? Pharyngitis. Sounds like something he got diagnosed with by Dr. Phalange. Something fake. And so whatever. Arcan's out again. If you you're just tuning in. Vinny Bombat says you get the pharyngitis. All I know the Nuggets loss sticks with me because we're gonna be nitpicky with the Celtics all year. They're championship caliber. So all we're gonna do is nitpick uh nitpick. They should beat teams like Dallas and Houston and everybody else. They've now lost two. The top three teams out west. And they get the Clippers on Saturday for a second time. Let's see how they do. But they've lost to OKC. They lost to Minnesota, although they also beat Minnesota in overtime. They've lost to Denver. And so I just find it interesting. And maybe it's just, hey, these are the best teams in the league. Most of those games are going to be a coin flip. Denver, Minnesota, OKC, all the top teams out West. These are now the teams you need to be concerned about. I'm not concerned about the East. The Bucks might be a mess. They just fired their head coach. You told me this in the last break. Yes. Okay. So Adrian Ad- Griffin. Adrian Griffin's already out. Ken Ken said what? What did Ken say? Who's in the mix in Milwaukee? Oh, Terp said next to me. Terp. Oh, Terp said that. I thought you said Ken. Terp, grab a microphone. I didn't read this. Doc Rivers. Doc is a candidate. Doc Rivers. According to whomst? To Terp? Oh, to Shams. I thought this was a Terp bomb. Good luck with Doc, who stinks on these broadcasts, by the way. Good luck with Doc. But okay, neither here nor there. Well, he probably stinks because he's trying to get another coach. Maybe job. the Bucks are a mess. So like, I'm not worried. My real point is I'm not worried about the East. You should be worried about these games against the teams at the top of the West. And the Celtics are one and three against those teams out West. I'm still picking them to win the title, but I'm a little bit concerned. That's all. Yeah, I, I mean, look, they they shot 14 of 44 from the three point line. Like, if this is the way that they're going to be that they're going to win or lose at the three point line, you're going to have a game like that. The thing that's more concerning to me is that. I wasn't there, and Arkan can't speak to it because he can't speak today, so he's not here, so he can't weigh in. But from what I could tell, it really looked like a finals-type atmosphere at TD Garden, and they really just melted down at the end of that game. They missed eight of their nine final shots. Tatum chucked that ugly ass trying to have a buzzer-beater moment. Like, it just, they looked like they weren't composed. They looked like they got outclassed. Like, totally outclassed they looked, by Denver. They look like, oh, I don't know, the same old Celtics? Yeah, and I hate that. I hate that because overall they've been incredible this year, and I do think that they're the best team in the league. But when you have a moment like that, when you have a stage that is not indicative of a seven-game series but looks like a big moment for you, Friday night at the Garden, you have the home streak on the line, you're playing the reigning champs, 
and you get totally outclassed in the fourth quarter, like you can't make a bucket in the last four plus minutes. It's just, you there's no way that you come off of that pretending like it's not a big deal for your team. How's Chris Mannix feel about the Celtics and their title chances? He was on uh, early edition last night with Trenny. Here's what he had to say. I think the Celtics has currently uh, positioned. They're as good as any team right now in the Eastern Conference. It's when you get to a final series against a team like Denver or against a team like the LA Clippers where they're going to be really difficult to beat in the postseason. Do you have enough at that point? Right now, they're, I have... Despite the loss to Denver, I have zero concerns about this team. And I am a sky is falling type of guy. Like, I am I am pretty consistently <laughs> lean towards the negative side of this conversation. But I love what Porzingis has brought to this team. I love the internal improvements that some of these guys have made. I love that Jalen Brown has not rested on his laurels after getting that big contract. Like I said, I do worry a little bit about the seventh or eighth man. But, you know, I am 95% sure about this team going into the second half of the season. Okay, so that's Chris Mannix. Not huge concerns, minor concerns. And again, that's all I have, too. Like, oh, wow, you haven't matched up against the best teams out West in a hypothetical NBA Finals matchup. Denver scares me more than Minnesota or OKC. High-class problem. Oh, wow, you need to upgrade your seventh or eighth guy. High-class problem. But these are the nitpicky things we got to look at for the Celtics because I don't want them to come up short again. I don't. And I haven't liked how they've matched up against some of those teams out West. Uh, by the way, I, I definitely misspoke. Did I say... Did I say that Evans never played with a quarterback like Joe Burrow? You know, no. you did. You did, you did say that. So I, you just reminded me. I didn't quite. What? I didn't quite think I phrased it that way, but apparently I did because the whole text line jumped all over me. Oh he, man, he did play with someone Ooh. named Tom Brady. Roger that. So my mistake. Uh, misspoke there. My only point with Evans. Evans had a monster year with Baker Mayfield. He's had monster years with Jameis Winston. He's had monster years with uh, Cade McCown. I think it was or Josh McCown. I forget which. Uh, Mike Glennon might have been in there. Yeah, yeah, but wasn't there another guy in there? No, so no, Brady was good. I, I, Brady was pretty good. Read the fifth. I misspoke. If I said he never played with anybody like Joe Burrow, inaccurate, my mistake. T. Higgins has only played with Joe Burrow. I've seen Mike Evans do it with other quarterbacks, was was my point. But no, Brady greater than Burrow for all you Patriots uh, baby fans I'm out glad, there. Man, I'm disappointed Brady, I didn't pick up on that. I didn't I didn't even realize I said I it. Was, I was waiting for the Jones swerve of Burrow greater than Brady. <laughs> like, why did we start with that? No, no, it's, uh, well, it's down the road. That's, that's you know, Burrow, say, wins a, if Burrow wins a couple of Super Bowls. I'll start that Save one. that for the summer, man. Come on. <laughs> when you said that, it did start percolating in my brain. Like, mm, Burrow? It was it was a sizable amount of text on the text line. Uh, so apologies, apologies, all. I would take. There's Tom Brady. so much traffic on 93 right now. Just people pulling over. That I, idiot. I'm gonna give you a hot take right now. I would take Brady over Joe Burrow. My mistake. May I also address something? Yes. Ten dollars shake in the Twitch chat. I love you, but that you're trying to make a comparison to the Celtics beating the Warriors on the road in the regular season to losing to Denver at home. Mm -hmm. It makes me wonder if you've watched the league in the last two oh! years. Do you even watch the games? Oh, my gosh. What is this, Wednesday? Scout joining us? Holy crap. No. Uh, Golden State, it's not, eight. Not exactly the same caliber. Oh! Look at Golden State, 18 and 22 this year. It's very much like all they the top teams in the West. dog food. 617-779-7937. Tune in for hot takes like that. Here on Jones and Mego with Arcan. Uh, well, actually, without Arcan. Why is uh, yeah, there a Yeah, don't even up? say his name. You yeah, can't I show up I, today. I, I regret doing that. I regret He's saying... He's like, don't worry, guys. I'm going to send in my notes for the show. I'm just not going to be on the show. I'm like, why <laughs> would, do Why that. do we want your notes then? You're <laughs> he, not here. He did do that. Uh, I w I, so, uh, you know, I regret saying I would take Burrow over Brady. I regret even bringing up Arkan's name. Thank you for correcting me on that. Uh, what's the holdup in Atlanta? I think we have our answer for Bill Belichick. Let's get to that with all your phone calls next. 
TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. Back clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Odyssey celebrates Father's Day. Brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. 